This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. It's a new year and a new chance for you to make a fresh start with your compliance. For the next 31 days on the FCPA Compliance Report, we're going to be bringing you a daily tip, strategy, or idea that you can use to improve your program. Here's your host, Tom Fox, the Compliance Evangelist. Welcome to a new month on 31 Days to a More Effective Compliance Program. We're going to look at internal reporting and investigations. So what do you do when the email, the call, the tip comes into your office? An employee reports suspicious activity somewhere across the globe. That activity might well turn into an FCPA issue for your company. As the CCO, it will be up to you to begin the process, which will determine in many instances how the company will respond. This chapter will provide you with the steps that you will need to consider in that process of going forward. Chapter will detail two parts, internal reporting, i.e. hotlines, and internal investigations, as well as external investigations. It would seem axiomatic that organizations understand the benefits of having an internal reporting system, whether it is called a hotline, helpline, or something else. Just as plainly, a company should understand the need for effective investigations after a report comes in, which might lead to a potential violation. The 2012 FCPA guidance stated the following on internal reporting. An effective compliance program should include a mechanism for an organization's employees and others to report suspected or actual misconduct or violations of the company's policies on a confidential basis and without fear of retaliation. That was it. This simple introduction was expanded upon in the 2019 guidance in a section entitled confidential reporting structure and investigative process with the following language. Another hallmark of a well-designed compliance program is the existence of an efficient and trusted mechanism by which employees can anonymously or confidentially report allegations of a breach of the company's code of conduct, company policies, suspected or actual misconduct. Prosecutors should assess whether the company's complaint handling process includes proactive measures to create a workplace atmosphere without fear of retaliation. Appropriate processes for the submission of complaints and processes to protect whistleblowers. Moreover, internal reporting systems are clear indicia of a working operationalized compliance program. The 2019 guidance went on to state, Confidential reporting mechanisms are highly probative 
of whether a company has established corporate governance mechanisms that can be effectively detect and prevent misconduct. An effectively working compliance program will have in place and have publicized a system which may include mechanisms that allow for anonymity or confidentiality, whereby an organization's employees and agents may report or seek guidance regarding potential or actual criminal conduct without fear of retaliation. It also raised the following questions in a section entitled Effectiveness of the Reporting Mechanism. How has the company collected, analyzed, and used information from its reporting system? How has the company assessed the seriousness of the allegations it has received? Has the compliance function had full access to reporting and investigative information? Many of the largest corporate scandals from Enron and WorldCom in the first decade of the century to Volkswagen and Wells Fargo and others in this decade have had instances of whistleblowers who came forward. Yet for reasons still not fully clear, these companies did not investigate these allegations, which would have provided information to both senior management and boards of directors that something was seriously amiss. Dr. Kyle Welch and his paper, in his paper entitled Evidence on the Use of and Efficacy of Internal Reporting Whistleblower Systems, noted that while individual whistleblower reports can help on one issue, they, when they are aggregated, a compliance professional can garner insight into both larger and broader issues. What the whistleblower system does is give you a sense of your visibility to these problems. It enables managers to get a window into the problems. Put another way, is this indicative of a firm that is actually or just discovering more about things that they don't know? It is well recognized that zero whistleblower reports are not necessarily a good thing or even indicative that no problems exist. Conversely, because there are multiple or even a plethora of reports, it does not mean a company is in legal, ethical, or reputational trouble. Most interestingly, Dr. Welch tied robust whistleblowing reporting systems to leadership. He stated there's a huge amount of management research and gurus spending time on how to lead and how to be the right leader of an organization. There is a continual search for the silver bullet of finding the right team and finding the right manager that makes you inoculated from these problems. Yet Dr. Welsh also believes there's another way of thinking about it, which is that your own employees can get information into the hands of an appropriate level of decision maker. And this is the power of robust whistleblowing. It is incumbent to understand that it is not simply about having a whistleblower phone line. It is an entire whistleblower system. And this is some of the things that we're going to explore over the next month. This means someone must intake the call and route it to an appropriate person or function to triage. From there, it should be given an appropriate ranking for investigation. The investigation should be concluded in a timely manner, then remedied or reported if appropriate. Finally, the whistleblower should have been contacted to acknowledge the initial report and for any additional information and follow-up, and then if there is a resolution. All of this leads to data points, what Dr. Welch calls visibility to problems. So sit back, listen to this month's offering on 31 Days to a More Effective Compliance Program on Internal Reporting and Investigations. So what are today's three key takeaways? Well, number one, it, robust internal whistle, 
reporting system will be one of the key indicia the Department of Justice looks at. Two, hotline reporting can bring a visibility to problems that you did not have. And finally, number three, hotline reporters must be treated fairly and justly for employees to trust your whistleblower system going forward. I hope you enjoy this month. This is Tom Fox. I hope you will enjoy this month's offering on hotlines and investigations. 31 days to a more effective compliance program. If I could ask you to do, would you pass on to at least one person this podcast series on the nuts and bolts of compliance as I'm trying to expand my audience base for 31 days to a more effective compliance program. I hope you'll join me again tomorrow where I take up another topic in innovation and compliance. Thanks again for listening. 31 Days to a More Effective Compliance Program is a production of the Compliance Podcast Network. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. <laughs>